0: Jamie Branch on uh, saxophone and electronics and whatever and Jason Nazari on drums and electronics and whatever they are anteloper they got a new record out called Pink Dolphins we heard a song called One Living Genus I heard about those guys because they played at Rhizome in D.C. And I love Rhizome. Rhizome is like a house. Well, it's not like a house. It's a house where they have shows and they have really cool bands who are totally okay with the idea that they're going to tour and basically not get paid because it's a little place. They play in what I guess you would consider to be the living room and uh, we, the listener, hang out in the dining room in the kitchen, and there, you know, it's not a big house. There's not ever a lot of people there. So I gotta presume that you do it because you love what you do so much, and you wanna share it with people. You want people to know about what you're doing. And I, I just love the idea that their art is so important to them that they're willing to drive from wherever. Because I am certain that neither of these performers live in the DMV. They are from somewhere else. They drove from somewhere else just to entertain us. And I'm delighted by that. I'm delighted by that. No matter where you listen, Uh, Whether you listen in Harpswell, Maine on WHPW or in Asheville, North Carolina on WPVM or in Arlington, Virginia, and of course you can go to Rhizome or Binghamton, New York or Girdwood, Alaska or Middletown, Connecticut or Sarasota, Florida or Hudson, New York or Kabul, Missouri or Winnipeg, Manitoba or Bells Falls, Vermont or anywhere in the world if you listen to the show as a podcast, there is a distinct possibility that there is some sort of a an art place in your town. Maybe it's a little house, like in Washington. But uh, support them. They need you. Support the performers who work that hard to get their message, their music across to you. We love them, and uh, and they love us. So go out and share with those people. Before interloper, we heard music from Rayed Yassin from Lebanon. heard a song called A Fistful of Stardust. I really am excited about the fact that there's a Lebanese underground. Because I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was a, uh, a, uh, an underground in Israel. I found that out from Itai, who listens to the show, and hipped me to some of the sounds of the underground of Jerusalem. Uh, it turns out that Itai has a label and has a recent compilation. And in the weeks to come, as I get a handle on that compilation, you'll hear parts of it here. On In My Room Radio, which, by the way, is what you're listening to. My name is Mike. I am your host. And we began with music from Free the Robots, from Kadua, and a song called Aswang. Aswang. So, hey, how you doing? My name is Mike. As mentioned, this show is in my room radio. I had a really cool thing happen today that I wanted to share with you. Um, I was driving around in my van. As I've mentioned before, um, relating to my job, I'm in a van all day. And uh, right now, the air conditioning in my van does not work. And it's very hot in Washington. So I drive with the windows down all day. And I pulled up to a light, and it was a road where there were three lanes going south, which was the direction I was going. So I'm at the front of the line. So a a car pulls up on my right, and a car pulls up on my left. And the car on my right is playing music that has a big beat. So the car on the right is going, bump, 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 bump. And of course, I'm listening to music. I'm listening to the Outer Limits of the Outer Limits, getting ready for this show. And the car on the left is playing pop music. So it's got the auto-tuned vocals. And to add to the mix of the uh, sound, it seemed like both of the people in these cars were smoking pot. And the music, I don't know if it was the pot or if it was just the moment I was in, but it all came together. His boom, boom, bump, bump, and my weird sounds, and the car on the left with the out of vocals, it all sounded like that, that, that everybody was trying to uh, uh, make a new tune on the spot. And I thought, that is what I love. That is the outer limits of the outer limits, even when you don't expect it. It's waiting to happen. So the show tonight is... It, this, I want you to think you are the car in the middle. And the radio show is the car on the left and the right. And somebody is smoking pot, if you know what I'm saying. It's not me. I'm a sober dude, but I got to tell you, in that moment, I just enjoyed the moment. I just let that moment happen was out of my control. So stick around, wait and see what happens. You know, maybe you'll get a little bit high too. So cats and kittens, boys and girls, non-binary human beings. Thanks for coming back and joining me here because as of right now, you are in my room. Thank you. E uh-huh. aí Maybe, yeah, it's a bunch of cleansing noise from a dynamic duo. Uh, That's John Weiss. John Weiss is from the band No Age and also Dean Spunt. Spunt is a great name, but uh, Dean Spunt is a drummer, among other things, in a number of bands, including in that number is a group called Sissy Spacek, Uh, we are listening to, and we have been listening to, uh, Fruit from Color Vapor, the first track off their new collaboration, which is called The Echoing Shell. I realized as I was getting ready to chat with you that I've been playing a bunch of music by duos. I don't know why that is, but I've been through a big, fat dose of duos. So in addition to Dean Spunt and John Weiss, we heard music from Mary Lattimore and Paul Sukina, Paul Sukina on the guitar and Mary Lattimore on the harp. And when I say the harp, I don't mean the mouth harp. I'm talking about that big, unwieldy Stringed instrument that for me typically when I think of somebody playing a harp I think of like a Marx Brothers movie I don't I don't see harps anywhere nobody I know has a harp in their house and I'm not aware of anybody other than uh, Mary Lattimore that is making experimental music on the harp but she is And it is and has been for some time. uh, Really terrific. We're a track off of West Kensington called Altar of Tammy. Uh, The duo of Drew McDonald and Hero Cone. Before that, from the ghost of George Batale. George Batale. I'm gonna guess on that one. A song called Barely Awake, Uh, Revelator's Sound. System, also a duo. Uh, that particular duo is MC Taylor and Cameron Ralston, and uh, the Revelator's Sound System record. Now it's only the middle of the year. It's a little bit past the middle of the year, but for the most part, it is the middle of the year. But I would, I would think that Revelator's Sound System is going to end up being one of my favorite releases of 2022. The uh, record is just called Revelators, and we heard a song called Grieving. And of course, Anteloper, which I was playing in the previous break and talking over, also a duo. And so I was wondering, what is that? Why are there so many duos? I'm thinking is it's because it is hard to get along with more than one person at a time. A lot of groups of musicians, whether they're trios or quartets or quintets, or even larger, they play beautifully together. But when it comes time for big decisions, they have a hard time making them as a group. You sorta need somebody to take the lead. I was reading one of those uh, 33 and a third books about Fugazi, and they were talking about how their second record, their first actual record that was intended to be an LP, they made it as a group effort, all group decisions. Nobody took charge. Nobody produced it. They just recorded it, and they all mixed it together, and they all agreed when it came out that it didn't work. They they liked the material, but the documenting of it went awry because they tried to do it the way you would want to run a country or a company or your family where everybody has a voice and nobody tells anybody that they're wrong well even in in a quartet that didn't work that didn't work somebody ultimately has gotta have the strong voice even in uh, relationships, me and my wife, the bunny, we've been, been together a long time, uh, decades of togetherness. And for the most part, we agree on everything until it turns out that it is a really important decision. Like last weekend, we went out and looked at couches. We're thinking about getting a new couch and a love seat. And well, it turns out that what I like is not what she likes. Now, we can meet in the middle, and we will. And in all candor, probably we'll get what she likes because it's not really that important to me. But it turns out even on a couch or a car or, God help you, a house, even a duo will struggle. So I'm thinking these uh, musical duos are people that have found I can get along with that person. And we make beautiful music together. So let's just be a duo. And if we go on the road and we need help, we will hire somebody else. But that person will be our employee. They will not be in on the decision making. Let's stay small. Let's be a duo. I know this, this one duo in D.C. who were together a few years ago and they were really great. They, they toured a bit in the area, and they recorded together, and they recorded hours of music. They have a huge amount of material. But when it came time to actually put it together and organize it and release it, they couldn't get it done, and it's still not done. And I'm starting to think it's never going to To get done. Because whenever I see either of them, I say, what about that record that you guys did? And both of them sort of indicate that there there is an immovable problem in getting it done. So it's probably never going to happen. And that's just with a duo. It's no wonder so many of the recordings that we hear on uh, In My Room Radio or by people that make them by themselves because you may disagree with yourself, but ultimately you will win the the argument. So whether we're talking about Free the Robots or Ryed Yasin or Holger Zhukai or, uh, you know, Pierre Bastien, if you got one name on the label, you're probably going to get the job done. But as soon as it grows into a collective... The problems begin. Can you imagine governing? Oh my god. Oh my god. So, anyway, that's hour number one of In My Room Radio. Thanks for being here, Fort. Stick around. Uh, hour number two is coming up. A lot of great music, including some people that I just mentioned. So, uh, stick around. More after this.
1: has got toilet paper on moccasin' Just kidding. <laughs> All right, host drum. Change it up, boys. See you coming See you everywhere We see see you coming Through the snow Your mittens mittens are Frozen frozen. We break into Polsky's house We eat raw potatoes It is very nice Under circumstance Yo Touch of yo divino walking through the snow uh-huh. like, we're for uh-huh. like we're walking for 400 miles Like we're walking for 400 miles Like we're walking for 400 miles And I just for it's just a, just a dream. No worry to me, yo. I should eat in land, yeah. I should eat land, yeah. I should eat land. Comrade, comrade, we are walking for the snow, from Husky for Russia, yeah, we walk for the freezing cold, for the freezing, freezing, freezing. I
2: said, gf yeah
0: propulsive music there by Holger Zhukai off a release called uh, Rome Remains Rome and a song called "Sudetenland." Land you know a lot of people when they die I'm talking about musicians here quickly uh, music comes out with their name on it uh, music that who knows maybe they recorded it with the intent of it being released maybe it is leftovers maybe it is the uh, family sort of uh, getting in there and messing around with the legacy of the recording artist like prince prince was a well-known control freak but when he died all of a sudden his his family is just putting out everything it's all coming out baby in time whether whether prince intended for it to come out or not is another subject for yet another show. But the reason I mention it in a relationship to Holger Zhukai is because he was a dude that basically lived in the recording studio. Back in the 1970s, uh, the group Can bought a cinema and converted it into a studio, and they kept it forever. It's probably... Or maybe it is still there. It was there for a long time. And Holger Zhukai would go there all the time. And record. Just working. You know, the mad scientist in his laboratory. And he died there. In the studio. Doing the work. But none of that has come out. I'm, I'm waiting for... Uh, the volumes and volumes of unreleased music of Holger Zhukai, but so far, nothing. Nothing. Maybe Holger did not have kids. Maybe, like Holger, his wife is uh, old. Or maybe he did not have a significant other. You know, no matter what the gender of said person, maybe there is no said person. Most of the dudes in Cannes are dead. I think there's one of them that is left among the living. But somebody's got to get in there and get those tapes and get them out before I die. Because that's going to happen eventually too. But hopefully not soon. Hopefully. That remains up in the air. But I'll talk about that in a minute. But Holger's Jukai. Before that, St. Abdullah from Stars Have Eyes. And a song called Friday Night's, parenthetically, secret song. And uh, we began hour number two of In My Room with music from a Native American, a guy named Joe Rainey from the Ninetta record. And a song called Easy on the Side. I love uh, Indian uh, by Indian, I mean Native American chanting. I love the sound of it, I've always really dug it. And a lot of people over the years have used it in their recordings. But I tend not to really wanna play those, at least here, because it seems so inauthentic. The chanting of Native Americans, it's like a spiritual thing. It's important to the culture And it feels weird to have it reduced to uh, background noise on a hip-hop track, even though I love it. I get really excited about it. But I feel weird about sharing it because it seems wrong. Like, uh, years ago, Brian Eno and David Byrne did a song called Koran, where a guy was reading from The Koran! Now at the time, when it came out, late 1970s, I was not hip to how terrible this was, but I got hip. They got hip. They took it off the record. They took it off the record because people were very upset about it and rightfully upset about it. But some things have to be left alone, even if they are tempting from an audiological point of view they gotta stay where they're at. That's somebody else's culture, and you gotta leave it alone, and I think that Indian chanting is part of it. So I'm really excited about the music of Joe Rainey, and I'm hoping that there is a Native American underground music. Uh, back in the opening, I was talking about how much underground, uh, experimental music there is that I'm unaware of. Well, I would like to become aware and so, if there's a bunch of Native American experimental music out there and you know about it, drop me a line in my room radio at gmail.com. Or if your community has a, uh, a healthy and interesting underground that you pursue, well, let me know about it. I would like to pursue it too. I dig it wherever it is from. Whether it is harp music, or made on the harmonica, or whatever. I want to know about it. That's my thing. Share with me. I want to know. Yeah, so it was really weird. This week I had an MRI. And uh, I go to the MRI place, and the lady gives me earplugs. she gives me headphones, and uh, it starts playing ambient music. So I'm I'm in this machine. I'm a little bit uptight because I'm claustrophobic. So they've given me uh, a Xanax to try to chill me out. So I got the Xanax boiling through my blood. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm an old sober dude, so I haven't had any sort of alterations in some time. So I got the Xanax, I got the headphones on, playing the ambient music, I got the earplugs in, and then the machine starts doing what the machine does, you know, boom, 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 tick, 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 you know, doing all these weird sounds. And it hits me once I get over being uptight about being shoved into a tube, it hits me that, that this sounds a lot like my radio show, sounds a lot like in my room radio. And then I enjoyed myself. That's the way life is. So, people of Earth, cats and kittens, boys and girls, thanks for being here for hour number two of In My Room. Stick around, more to come. Because I'm not the most learned guy in the world. So uh, that recording artist, their name is Diatom Deli. Diatom Deli has a new release out called Time Lapse Nature. And we heard a song called Massive Headships of Centering Tiles. So I didn't know what a Diatom was. And I was curious about that because... The name of the recording artist is Deli Paloma Sisk. So I was like, okay, what is diatom? What is that? Well, diatom, here, I got it right here. What is a diatom and what does it do? A diatom is a photosynthetic, single-celled organism, which means they manufacture their own food in the same way plants do. They are a major group of algae and form one of the most common forms of phytoplankton and join the myriad of organisms that drift on the currents in the upper layers of the ocean and lakes. I didn't know that. I learned stuff from Deli Paloma Sisk. Now, also, she tried to teach me more because in the description of her new record on the Bandcamp page, it says Diatom Deli's time lapse nature is a channel between cerebral ascension and somatic memory, tethered to the micro present, though humbled by the beyond, dilated by celestial fluctuations and dynamic flutters. The reverberations from the Dao-based artist's new album culminate through airy tests of vocal layering, longing guitar laments, and discreetly sourced sound, compelling Deli's commitment to esoteric precision and impulse. All I can say about that is I don't know what any of that means. Every word of that was as mysterious as those descriptions you get with uh, drugs you get from the drugstore that tell you about what it's going to do to you. I just fade out somewhere in all that legal ease. And the same thing with, with Ms. Deli's description of her own music. I dig it. I am not attacking her for using her big brain to describe her music. But she lost me in the, in the turn. She lost me. Before that, br- from Brussels, Pablo's Eye. Pablo's Eye apparently is not a contemporary group. I didn't know it when I heard it, but I was just looking up info on them, and they are not from right now. It is from the time machine. And I can't quite figure out Uh, when it is from. I think it is from decades ago and was recently reissued. But it's new to me. Perhaps it is new to you. Pablo's Eye. We heard a long-standing dream. David Finesh and Pierre Bastien before that from their covers collection called Suspicious Moon. We heard In the Ghetto. Made famous by Elvis Presley. There's a new movie out there by Baz Luhrmann about Elvis Presley. I was never a big Elvis fan. I enjoyed Elvis as a symbol. Like a symbol of how perverted and weird America is. I think Elvis is a really good representation of that. But his music, I mean, the dude had a beautiful voice. But it never really moved me. It was not my generation's music. I just thought Elvis was weird. So this movie, even though it'll be very over the top because of the involvement of Baz Luhrmann, is apparently a loving tribute to the man. So I don't know how I feel about that. You know, it may be cool. If it's cool, I'll watch it. I just don't know. Ben Vita and Leia Bertucci before that, speaking of duos, from the vast interiority. We heard uh, the title track, Museum of No Art, before that. One night at the pool in hypnosis and mud. And back in the previous break, I was talking over music by Callie Malone called Cast of Mind. Oh no, that was the name of the record. The song was called Arched in hysteria arched in hysteria yeah, This the thing we're listening to here this is Julia Reed from the Gardening release is the title track. It's a really wonderful piece of music and a delightful record. And I will leave you today, tonight, this morning, this evening, this middle of the night, depending on when you listen in the capable hands of Julia Reed. So please enjoy this. Um, If you'd like to hear the show uh, in its entirety, then please go to inmyroom.podbean.com if you would like to drop me an email. And I would love it if you did. Tell me about your community. Tell me about the music that is happening there. Drop me a line, inmyroomradio at gmail.com. So I love you guys, and I will see you next week with more in my room but until then bye